Warning. What you're about to experience may get offensive, sexual and orgasmic. Relax, you'll like it when Sapphire's through with you. Pour the wine and press play for Sapphire's Europlay. All right, everybody, what is up on my sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? This is your girl, the one, the only, Ms. Radio Sapphire. And today, I know it's not hump day. I know you guys are like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Sapphire, I'm going to need you not to change times because I'm fucking confused. But the thing is, I'm going to a Dodger game on Wednesday. So, you know, I wanted to make sure y'all get a good radio episode this week and what better way to kick off than to come back on Monday and reflect what has happened in the past 24 hours. So if many of you know, (laughs) the um, 2015 MTV Video Music Awards, aka the VMAs, was um, broadcasted live and uh, ooh, I wish I could say that it was a good show, but it was more of like a show that kind of pissed me the fuck off. And this is why. Um, Miley Cyrus. Let's just start off with you first. Miley Cyrus is the host of the VMAs. And you guys are probably like, oh, why you got to rag on that poor sweet girl, Miss Miley? Because the thing is, I'm not going to say I never liked Miley, but I've just never been a fan. Okay, I've never been a fan of Miley Cyrus. I did not understand, you know, the Hannah Montana thing that happened. But what has happened in the past couple of years since Miley Cyrus decided, oh, I I can't be tamed and we're going to party in the USA and we're going to just show off our stripper moves at age 16. um, People are like, oh, my God, Miley Cyrus is so original. She's all that. She's this. She's that. And I'm like thinking to myself, wait a second, there's nothing original about Miley. Um, You steal outfits from pop icons like Madonna. Um, You steal antics from, uh, let's see, Sly and the Family Stone, Parliament, Van Halen. You think that you're the Flaming Lips because you're best friends with one of them. The fact of the matter is, Miley... And I understand you're, like, trying to be out of your shell. I understand, you know, you're, like, you know, trying to be a poster child for homeless and gay teens across the world. But at the same time, honey, we got to tone it down on the acid tones, okay? We just need to tone it down a bit. And I think that's the problem. Now, everybody's so quick to say, oh, she's a slut, she's a whore, she's this, this, that. Like, okay, we all didn't slut shaming. Hell, I even said, I was like, damn, this girl is hoochie. She makes me look like a damn priest. Um, But at the same time, the problem with MTV is this. Ever since the beginning, and if many of you are like, why the fuck is Sapphire talking about MTV and music? I thought this was a show about sex. The thing is, I am going to talk about sex in the media. So let's start off with MTV. MTV was the brainchild. It was the 80s. It was breakthrough. It was revolutionary because it's like, holy shit, music 24-7 on my television. I want my MTV. 
mind you, I, I do watch certain shows on MTV still. I'm still dying hard for, you know, shows like The Real World, and I love Catfish, and I love, you know, True Life and all that. But at the same time, what the fuck happened to music television? What happened to MTV? Like, the, the standpoint of MTV, music television. Where the fuck happened? What the fuck happened to music? And second of all, where the fuck is my MTV jams? Where's my VH1 soul? Where are all the music channels? And all these platforms. And then you guys try to bag on BET like they ain't shit. But the thing is, at least they broadcast more music. Yeah, they, they support fuckery and all that. I mean, all the media is bullshit anyways. And this is coming from a person of media. But the fact of the matter is, what the fuck happened to MTV and being so revolutionary in music? And I understand people. You're like, why? MTV is not my music. Exactly. It's not. You know what it is? It's mediocre bullshit. Mediocre tells by curious lies. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you this. Last night, I've never been more pissed off at an award show than last night's 2015 VMAs. Miley Cyrus hosting should have never fucking happened. And if you think that she's the world's greatest host, then I don't want to smoke any of the weed or the acid that's in your body because you're fucking on crack. Okay? Yes. I could not sleep. Because I was tossing and turning over what I was going to say tonight. And I did say I was going to bring the raw and the realness. MTV, fuck you guys. MTV, you guys have screwed up majorly. And I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I know that I posted up several things. And I even quoted a certain person. Um, and I said myself, Megan Sapphire for prize in 2020. You know what? I'll take you on, Kanye. Who the fuck am I? I'm a, I'm, I'm a millennial, like you said, that we need to be, have our voices heard. But the thing is, Kanye, you cannot say listen to the children and we need to be a part of, you know, society and not worry about um, materialistic bullshit when you yourself are like the poster child for fashion and $600 shoes and $100 shirts. If I want a goddamn shirt, I'm gonna go to the 99 cent store. I'm gonna go to Target. I'm gonna go to M uh, I'm gonna go to H and M and buy a shirt for like five, seven dollars. Who the fuck is gonna buy a shirt for a hundred dollars? Besides dumbass teens who are convincing their parents, "Oh, mom, dad, I have to wear this. I have to look cool. I have to be like Kanye." Really? You're full of shit. You're full of shit, Kanye. And what the fuck were you talking about? How the fuck are you gonna walk? How are you gonna run for president? How the fuck is Kanye going to run for president? First of all, we all know about the Hurricane Katrina bullshit. Bush didn't care about black people. Then you get called out by your own president. President Obama called you a jackass, which is true. You're going to interrupt Taylor Swift, who later on, years later, kisses your ass on the same stage that you interrupted her. Really? And then you get dubbed the greatest artist of all time. I'm sorry, Michael Jackson's birthday was on Saturday. And as far as I know, I think he's actually one of the most noteworthy um, musicians of all time, artists of all time. Bands from a white people, couple of rock bands from a white people, couple of rock bands from a white people out there, okay? We got Elvis, um, who, God, there's so many, but greatest artists of all time? Really? An asshole? Wow. You released you released an album with your 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 jaw shut. 
It was great. Yes, Freddie Mercury, Springsteen, all those motherfuckers before you. Journey, yes. Green Day, even. Fucking Rage Against the Machine. All these motherfucking artists who have come and gone before you and have done shit. You think that painting your face black er in a music video and bombarding cities and praising Jesus is gonna like make it better? I'm sorry, yes. Would I vote for would I vote for Kanye over Trump? Hell yes, I would. No motherfucker, I'm on air. <laughs> sorry about that. Unprofessional. Um but seriously? You're gonna choose like Kanye for president. And did you see how brainwashed the audience was? Oh my god, Kanye for president. I love you, Kanye. And I'm glad that Nicki Minaj called out Miley Cyrus. Yes, we understand that in the media we like to construe the facts, but the fact of the matter is, Miley, sweetie, if you're gonna talk shit about Nicki Minaj, please learn from people in the past like Taylor Swift and others. You can't go head to head with Nicki Minaj and not catch a little anger of a black woman. Okay? Um, you just can't. And you making a mockery, yes, I'm gonna say it, you made a mockery of black culture. Yes. You made a mockery out of black culture, and I'm going to call it like that. I'm going to call it like it is. You mocked black culture last night. You took what we call um, blackface, acting niggerish. It's just too much. Trying to act like a little hood rat, you ain't no hood rat. Okay, yes, you might team up with Mike Will and Juicy J and all these fucking hip-hop artists, but you're not hip-hop. Miley, baby, you gotta, oof. I just wanna, like, reach out and give her a hug and then smack her. You need a public ass-whooping. That's what you need, okay? Justin Bieber got his act together, but then he had to cry on stage and pull a Chris Brown. There was nothing original about last night. The weekend, I love you. But I'm sorry, you kind of mocked Michael Jackson, and you're a great artist. <laughs> um, I, I just, I just don't know exactly. Stay in your lane. I agree, and you know, I, I, I really appreciate the comments on here, everybody. But seriously, I just, I have never, I have always watched the VMAs, and this is the first year, I have to say, that I watched the VMAs through highlights. I, I went and I said, you know what? I, I'm going to go watch some shows with substance. I watched Fear the Walking Dead last night. I was catching up with my Ray Donovans. All, all my other shit other than the VMAs because I was so pissed. Between Kanye and his 10-minute rant and talking about how he smoked weed and sorry, I'm high. I'm sorry, Kanye. What the fuck kind of weed were you on? Okay, that assumes that, you know, you're just, you're God. We got to listen to the children. I'm sorry. I would not listen to any of the millennials. Okay. And I'm one of them. Okay. Yes. I am a girl who's 26. But at the same time, I got to look back and say, how many 26 year olds are doing exactly what I'm doing right now? Out of college, debt free, um, not living at home, working in their dream career job. 
Okay? Not many of us under 30 are doing that. I've worked in over eight stations. And I will tell you the truth. I rather do this shit talking to you guys personally and maybe have seven or eight watchers on Periscope than be on terrestrial radio, which is AM and FM radio, where all it is is media corporate bullshit. That's all it is. I am very ashamed at sometimes when I have to work in an industry where fakeness and sexism and racism is so crystal clear in a way in like in a platform that's supposed to reunite people and and something that's supposed to be the voice of the people there's no voice of the people please pop stations and hip-hop stations they all sound the same okay the djs don't even talk anymore the djs aren't even diversified how are you going to call yourself an urban station and you have not one black person or person of color how the fuck are you going to call yourself um a hip-hop station and like i said how are you going to call yourself an urban station if you have no representation of urban america oh and then you turn around and say we sound too urban to be on an urban station what yes people that shit has happened to me i cannot even tell you how many times i've been fucked over from getting an on-air job here in los angeles because oh we, we can't have someone like you um, trying to be the face of our station. Why? Because I hang out with porn stars and I tell the truth? Why? Because I actually give a shit about the music and the musicians that you play while you're in the back room talking shit? Please, get the fuck out of here. And if many of you guys know, I worked for several radio stations um, under the CBS corporate belt here in LA. Am I going to name any names? Who knows? But I'm going to say this. I am so glad to be working in satellite radio where, I mean, I kind of don't have to deal with this bullshit. But like I said, I have never been ashamed to be a person of the media than it was watching this MTV highlights and people sending me messages like, yo, did you see this? First, it started off like this. I see pictures of Miley. And I see pictures of Miley's nipple. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Okay. So she basically pulled a Janet Jackson and a Little Kim at the same time. Because remember, she did um, copy Little Kim's signature uh, star nipple outfit years ago at an, um, at, for the VMAs years ago. But nipple slipped my ass like bitch you you planted that you knew exactly what you were doing and of course everybody's like oh my god her nipple her nipple and guys are jerking off to the fact that her nipple and here i am sitting here and i'm like wow miley you already have our attention what else do you need um we're already brain fried we're already fucked we've seen all your fucking promos for this fucking shit show where it's an acid trip, and I smoke a lot of weed, okay? I smoke a lot of weed, and I drink, and I I couldn't even understand it. You know, I spent, I stayed up until 3 o'clock this morning listening to that bitch's album just so I can tell you guys 
it's a piece of shit that you can be high as a motherfucking kite and you can be drunk and you can be tired off your ass at the same time and not understand the fact of the matter is your album is not a Pink Floyd album. Your album is shit. Give me some fucking riffraff. And that says a lot. Okay. Riff Raff and Miley Cyrus, y'all can just go on a spaceship together. No, fuck it. I'll keep Riff Raff. Riff Raff, you go and host um, the fucking um, MTV Awards next year. Okay? You can go and fucking host the VMAs. I'd rather have your ass. But yeah, she's... <sighs> I was respecting her outspokenness up until mm, the drug references. All right. We all know that everybody smokes weed and I get so upset how people are like, oh, my God, you smoke weed. You don't have a life. You're not accomplished. You're not this. You're not going to hire shit. You're not this. You're not that. How about this? Talk to a weird person that smokes weed and you ask them once the time that you get high. Most of the time we're going to say after we get off work. OK, sorry. <laughs> yes. And exactly. This is the thing. We live in a society, just like I said last week, where babies are having babies, okay? Parents are getting younger and the children are getting dumber. Yes, they know how to work a fucking smartphone, but at the same time, ask a kid, what do you know about sex? Oh, penis goes in the vagina. Okay, what about condoms? Oh, what are condoms? Really? And you walk around wondering why STD rates are going up higher, um, unwanted pregnancies are going around because you have fucking people like Miley Cyrus twerking her little no having ass. Kanye West preaching about how we need to not be so materialistic, but yet you're the one showering your child in like million dollar clothing that she's going to grow out of in a month. Sorry. Sorry. But you know what? What the fuck do I know? Because apparently to some certain radio stations, I was nothing but the campus slut begging for attention. Yes, I was the campus slut begging for attention and I was doing everything as a farce. My mistake only at the start of my radio career was using my real name and um, being too much of myself in an uncontrolled environment. And what I mean by an uncontrolled environment, um, you notice how when I do my show, I have complete control. I know when to cut the mic off. I know what kind of material I'm going to say. And I know what I'm going to edit. My mistake as a, you know, radio uh, student, um, an eager senior who was trying to just get her, her name and her work out there, I settled for a morning show up north um, that disrespected their interns. And, of course, like most internships, there's going to be favoritism, but there was also a slight bit of racism, a slight bit of sexism, and they weren't ready for somebody like me. I'm sorry, but ever since I was a little kid, I've always been outspoken. I, I've never really apologized. Actually, I take that back. I apologize a lot, and people you know, who know me personally, they, they know this as well. I apologize a lot for my mistakes, and my problem is I don't know how to just go forward and not apologize, but I'm going to apologize for this. I'm sorry, Alice97.3, Sarah Vinny. Uzi, 
human. I'm sorry for being the hardworking intern for you. And if you are, were a fan of Sarah and Vinny and maybe followed me because I was that crazy girl, for the record, Sarah, Vinny, Human, and Uzi of 97.3, I was never sexually assaulted. Yes, I did some fucked up things in my college years. And yes, the fact of the matter is I twisted it around and I turned my stories and my experiences into a radio show, into a podcast that now tells a cautionary tale. Yes, I give it to them raw and hard. And I'm sorry, your secret show that tries to um, talk about your sex lives, I'm sorry. You're the reason why I do shit like this. No offense to anybody who's over the age of 40, because I know a lot of y'all support my show, but at the same time, you cannot appeal to a 20, 18 and over um, audience if you cannot have any relativity. I'm sorry, 1970s and 1995 and 2000 are different decades. Shit is different now. Making fun of your interns and then later on broadcasting it to the entire city of San Francisco and wherever else your your audiences are is a big no-no. You know, it kind of takes away and it makes you guys look ugly and stupid. Not me. Because I'm here standing. You know, I worked off my ass for y'all. But apparently I was a girl who was sexually assaulted and molested. Because, yes... I got a pair of shoes, okay, in exchange for sex. Sue me, okay? Yes, I had a lot of sexual partners. And have I ever, ever, ever denied it? No, I have been nothing but truthful to my audiences. But what I will not take is that just because I'm an outspoken sexual person, How dare you assume the first thing is, oh, well, you don't know what her background is like and saying she probably didn't grow up without a father. Oh, is it because I'm a black woman in America that I didn't grow up with a father? So because of my sexual openness and innuendos, I'm a person that doesn't grow up with a father. For the record, my father and I have a very close relationship. My mother and I have a very close relationship. And they just celebrated their wedding anniversary okay so for the record 28 years married and being together for already over like 40 plus years yeah you do the math i'm sorry i am a product of a successful child a successful only child a successful black female child okay in america see they don't talk about people like me because they don't show us in the media That's the problem. So Alice 97.3, I want to say thank you for deeming me as the campus slut and letting your listeners and uh, and whatever write in and say, I'm so sick of that sapphire. Oh, my God, she's such a whore. Oh, my God, like she's probably a victim of rape and all this, and she's not going to do any shit with her life. Sorry. I graduated, became one of the youngest Hosts and producers on SiriusXM. What? I'm sorry. And none of y'all left the Bay. Okay? You might have your Bay Area listeners. 
but I'm sorry. I'm still standing. Your shit talking didn't do anything. In fact, it motivated me to do more. <laughs> am, I, am I making sense, everybody? How I'm bringing this all in? See, the fact of the matter is, when you work in radio stations, you know, it's probably like the greatest joy in your life because you probably grew up listening to these radio stations, okay? You probably grew up saying, oh my God, I want to be, you know, on radio. I want to work at a radio station. I want to spin records. Yeah, I was totally excited. Totally 110% excited. Then you start realizing the politics behind it. Um, you don't get to choose your own music. You got to go by the corporate rules, yada, 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 yada. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then you got to deal with radio personalities who, and I mean, this is with any job. This can be relatable to any job. You know, you get that person that's so hungry and they just want to like, you know, dip and dabble and just want to learn and then you bring them down and you got to shun them because they're a little bit outspoken or they get a little bit too excited my thing is you will never see me treat an intern like that and i can't wait until i can't wait to see what happens to me 10 15 years down the road because i already know where i'm headed i'm trying to own my own station i am trying to be my own product you know program director and whatnot i have pretty much done almost every job my only thing is, I've been on Sirius. I just want a chance at FM. But you know what? If it doesn't happen, it's okay. That's because they weren't right. They weren't ready. And yeah, it's a big major deal of, of fear of being replaced. But the fact of the matter is, when you're in media, you're trying to be the voice of the people. Stop living a double standard and talking shit about the interns who work harder than you. Okay. It's those interns who are giving you the facts and details and busting their ass for free, giving you your news stories because you got, you know, tracks to lay down and all this. And you have a meeting with one of the artists that you can't stand, but you have to play because the boss man says, oh, yes, definitely heard this shit before. Let's just say I worked for a certain station that gave a horrible, horrible ass interview with Kanye West. And here's the thing. You don't have to like the person, but if you're going to interview the person, stop kissing their ass. Come on. Stop kissing their fucking ass. And at the same time, why don't you acknowledge that, hmm, maybe your sidekick was the one that was giving you some of this information? Stop acting like you love the record. Be real and honest. That's why I can't stand listening to some of the FM stations here in LA. And I rather listen to the shit back east. Ebro. Fucking morning shows back in New York who actually give a shit about the music. And they're going to talk shit. And they're going to talk shit with the artists in the fucking room. That to me is media for the people. When the fuck did that stop? When in the fuck did that stop? When did being the voice of the people stop? Now let's go on with more media, sex in the media. Um, being that it is that I am very sexually driven with this podcast, you guys always hear me say, you know, I fucked up last night. Or I always mention some form of birth control. Every episode, you will never hear me not mention use of a condom. What's so bad about a condom? Oh, so a girl has to be a slut because she carries the condom in her bag? 
be it your your you're having rubbers in your fucking car in your fucking pocket in your fucking wallet in your fucking shoes but she's a slut because she carries the wall the the condom in her purse because dumb shit men don't know how to put on a condom or they refuse to put on a condom because it takes too fucking long what for the minute that you're gonna bust a nut please you know it's there's maybe like four or five shows in the history of what i've watched in television that have really ever mentioned the form of safe sex you notice how everybody talks about oh they're talking about premarital sex oh they're not initiating but no one says they're not initiating condom use and then you got you know the the parents on on tv and all this and they're talking about premarital sex we need to get rid of it but the thing the fact of the matter is you can't get rid of it okay premarital sex is going to happen kids are going to have sex okay adults aren't going to have sex sex is always going to be around sex sells but what the thing is is this is where you guys start fucking up Okay, but us millennials, we don't we don't understand this, right? We don't understand the concept of this. So you turn on the TV, you see a couple going at it and fucking each other raw and silly, and then there's no repercussion. So then there's going to be a kid back east whose parents don't talk to him about sex or doesn't have a brother and sister, and they go by the rules of what's going on in the television and what's going on in the music. And then they wonder why they're pregnant. And then we get shows like 16 and Pregnant that never say, oh my God, he should have worn a condom. Oh my God, he should have gone to Planned Parenthood when I had the chance. Come on, people. Work together with me. My thing is, instead of saying that sex is bad, why don't you say this? You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot and it's bad that my show doesn't display a condom. Okay, you don't even have to show the condom on camera, but you could just say, uh, you got a condom? Cool, we're fucking. Degrassi, I, I really was sad to see you guys go off in network television, but at least you gave a shit. At least you gave a shit. And it just now until recently, MTV started advocating safe sex. I mean, they've always advocated safe sex, but they really didn't incorporate it into their television shows and programming. Okay. I'm still waiting to hear the day where a rapper properly uses, besides the fact of my girls like um, Salt and Pepper and, T and, and TLC and even Destiny's Child, okay, they talk about safe sex in a way or form, okay? How about we get somebody like Lil Wayne talking about strapping on a condom? Because Lord knows him out of everybody. Because, you know, you have a, you shake your hand with Lil Wayne and your ass is pregnant, okay? What happened to that? And then we blame. You know, music and rap music. Everybody goes on and blames rap music for why people are killing each other on the streets. <laughs> You're waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say nice stuff. You want me to say nice stuff? What do I love? I love being able to talk to you guys one-on-one. -on -one. I am happy that I can be outspoken on my own show, on my own terms, and you guys actually give a shit. That you guys want to hear my sexcapades, and you want to hear my opinions, and that I incorporate your opinions into a show. That is what I like, okay? I like being able to show my craft 
and to show up every fucking hater that ever bullied me still to this day and say that I'm not amount to shit and I'll never be shit and that, oh, you're, you only have like six people watching or you only have 2,000 followers on, on Instagram and like 5,000 followers on Twitter. No one's listening to you. Well, somebody's listening. Someone likes my shit. My thing is, it's about the quality. Exactly. You know, Clonalyn, I, I appreciate you, baby. Yes. And everybody who's watching and listening, I appreciate you guys. But what I don't appreciate are people out there who have to fuck it up for the rest of us. That's what I hate. But what I love is that I get to use my craft and twist it around. And... Yeah, I might walk around on air like acting like my shit don't stink, but that's at the same time, I feel like I've given you probably some of the realest content ever on radio. What radio host is going to openly smoke on air? Okay, and drink, other than like Howard Stern, okay? And I love Howard, okay? What radio host out there is going to tell you each and every detail and twerk her ass off and, and tell you you know how she fucked somebody in, in a bathroom stall and didn't have a condom and let the dude come inside of her and then pushes out the cum in the public restroom I'm gonna do that okay I'm gonna give it to you real and raw but I think that's it's pro it's it sucks you got banned from the Howard Stern building why I'm talking to Clanolyn Monroe on a Periscope. She's saying that she got a band from the studio. But let me run these numbers to you right now. <clears throat> See, Nicki Minaj did have a point when it came and when it came to MTV and, and their award shows. Okay, um, there is an incident. You were too wild for them. Hey, honey, I'm right there with you. High five. All right, there is nothing wrong with being too wild. Now, I have to applaud Nicki Minaj. Like, a couple weeks ago, or last month, remember, you know, she got pissed that an um, Feeling Myself video with her and Beyonce didn't get nominated. But Anaconda did, and a couple others, and Bad Blood. Now, Bad Blood and Feeling Myself came out around the same time, and we'll never know the politics as to why that video didn't get nominated, but it's okay. But you know what? Nicki Minaj did have a point, and I'm going to tell you this why. And for the record, I did not make up these statistics. This was all courtesy of sexandstats.com. All right. I'm going to break down to you MTV by the VMA numbers. 31 years, the video MTV, the video music. Ah, let's do this again. Thir this is the 32nd year that the award show has been presented. 69 number of solo musicians have been nominated. 16 solo musicians have won. 67 groups have been nominated, including feature artists, not including 2015 nominees. 15 groups won. But let's talk about the women. 13 years where women's solo artists or groups have won. So you mean to tell me that out of 30 Technically, at this point, 31 years of the VMAs, only 13 years a woman has been nominated and won. A female group has been nominated and won. Zero years after the award began, the first woman was nominated. Cindy Lauper didn't get nominated in 1984. And then not until later on did a woman win 
1990 for winning an award. So, yes. Does that make sense to you guys? So, the first VMA that was given in 1984, Cyndi Lauper was nominated, didn't win that award. But it took them six years to figure this shit out that they, a woman needed to win. Okay? Six years after the award was first given, so 1990s, Sinead O'Connor won. <laughs> Cindy Lauper rules. And bye, bad boo-boo. I hope I'm not boring you. But here's another one. Madonna's only been nominated four times. And one time has Madonna won in 1998. Nine years after that, in Vogue wins in 1993. Okay, 11 years after that, TLC wins. Oh, sorry. 11 years after the very first award show began, TLC finally wins. A Women of Color. Okay? And only one time. Has a woman of color ever won a VMA? Okay. And if you counted the Lady Marmalade group, okay, I guess that can be two. But technically, not even um, Destiny's Child has won a group VMA. Ever. They were one of the greatest. Okay. You had In Vogue, TLC, and Destiny's Child. And the fact of the matter is, on a side note, Destiny's Child topped the sales of both In Vogue and TLC combined. And they were the longest female group of color to exist but not once do they win a moon man okay um two winners have only won twice for the um have only won twice in the vmas missy elliott in 2001 rihanna in 2003 oh sorry missy elliott won in 2001 and 2003 rihanna won in 2007 and 2012 i don't even think she took on a moon man this year um and of course, no one other than, other than Beyonce won in 2009. And this is for Artist of the Year. Twice that Beyonce has been nominated, not counting her 2015, but counting her 2007 and 2009 um, win. Now here's another thing. Back when MTV started in 1982, you guys do know that Michael Jackson and all R&B hip-hop music was not to exist on MTV. It was supposed to be a solely rock station. And then they didn't start bringing out the diversity until later. And they didn't bring out the female personalities until much later until they started sexifying them. Okay? So, dealing back with sex in the media, you have a high female audience watching MTV, but you don't feature some of the biggest names because... They're not the MTV category. How are you going to call yourself music television if you're not showcasing all music? Okay? And the fact of the matter is, the VMAs, when it was first made, it was supposed to give awards that were truthfully and rightfully given to those who were being snubbed in the Grammys. That was the problem. That was the issue. <laughs> Welcome, Nez Honeydip. But seriously, in all seriousness... VMAs, y'all, it ain't shit. I, I'm trying to think of the last time the VMAs actually got my ass thinking. And you know what actually got me thinking? I think the last time I saw a really good VMAs was when Slim Shady did I'm the Real Slim Shady and had thousands of little Slim Shadies marching down into the Radio City Music Hall when they still were airing in, the, in New York. I think that was the last best VMA because everything else has just been bullshit. It's been bullshit. 
You have hip hop artists that have the biggest selling records. You have R&B singers who have the biggest selling records who are getting snubbed by the Taylor Swifts and the Miley Cyruses. Like what? Come on. And no hate or disrespect to um to Taylor Swift, but I'm sorry. Your um latest music video, um I think it was lacking a bit of Africa. But that's a whole different story. And you guys will have to check out the new video that just got released last night to understand what I'm talking about. But there seems to be an ongoing trend. Faces, color, all of that. And you know what? I got to say, Amber Rose and Black China, I applaud y'all for your your slut-slaming justice because it was spot on. You said the words that everybody was thinking, but at the same time, I feel like it was kind of a way to kind of disrespect Miley and her fuckery. But who am I to judge? But I do applaud the ladies wearing, you know, their slut-shaming dresses. And all I got to say is, where the fuck can I get one? Because I love how Amber Rose had clearly across her boobs, gold digger. And, um slut and and whore and bitch and you know all the and cunt and here's the thing i love the word cunt i'm sorry I, it's time to reclaim cunt okay cunt 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 i fucking love the cunt i love it i fucking love it but you know what? i hear myself rambling and i gotta take a quick sexy break so we're gonna take a, a quick sexy break with the song entertainer by jack and pop jake and papa um, Jake and Papa, oof, they got a nice sexy mixtape that did make the air playlist of the week. And then it's actually going to be a double, a double hitter. So I don't want nobody going anywhere, but, um, we're going to take it out with Jack, Jake and Papa entertainer. And we'll be right back talking more and TV fuckery and sex in the media. And of course, we're going to get to our favorite segment, the day's sexting confused news. Hold please. All right, everybody. And we are back. Back. This is your girl, the one and only Ms. Radio Sapphire, here on Sapphire's Airplay on Mixer, Periscope, and of course, uh, the Misfits Podcast. If you are not subscribed on either iTunes or even, you know, Misfits Podcast Network, it's Misfits Podcast Network. Podcast Network, and it's definitely awesome. You guys can get every episode. Right off of the iTunes feed and then some. But I really guys want, I really want you guys to, um, go out and support the Misfits podcast. We got, um, comedians. We have porn stars who host shows. And of course you got me. Girls who keep it real. Keep it 100. Hello, hello, hello again. All right. It is time for everybody's favorite segment. I think after talking about all the seriousness, it's time to talk about some of the crazy things that have happened in the week. Not counting the VMAs. <laughs> So let's get into my favorite segment and everybody's favorite piece, the Dazed, Sexed, and Confused News. Dazed, Sexed, Confused. we go the day sex Thanks and confused news this is when i myself ms radio sapphire talk about the crazy things that have happened in the week um i don't know where to start we got a man with a, a large member in mexico we got um free candy that upsets <laughs> free candy that's um that upsets a, a neighborhood in sacramento we got topless women 
And of course, we got something that involves a curling iron and an um, an elderly man and a naked intruder. So I don't know where to begin. Let's talk about this. An elderly man has been arrested and charged with a variety of crimes stemming from the alleged sexual assault of his own wife. The Dreamin' Demon reports 78-year-old George Kephart is accused of brutally beating his disabled wife after she allegedly confessed to having an affair that took place half a century ago. Um, but this is not the only bizarre tale that happened. The Maryland man is also accused of using a hot um, curling iron during the horrific incident. And what he may have done is just downright disturbing. And I'll tell you why. They're saying that he um, allegedly raped his wife with a hot curling iron. Over the fact that his wife had an affair damn near 50 years ago. Okay, this is where I'm going to assess the situation. People, you stayed married after half a century and no given right. Rape is ever accepted. Rape should never be accepted. But the fact of the matter is you took it into your own hands and you raped your wife with a hot curling iron. Um, okay. So you basically said, I'm going to burn that coochie because 50 years ago, your coochie was in somebody else. Okay. Let, let, let's, let's gather. Yes, everybody. It, it's hella crazy. Let's gather the thoughts. Old man goes crazy because his wife had an affair 50 years ago. I'm not even going to lie, and I'm not trying to justify what he did was right either. But there are other ways in solving the fact that your wife had an affair 50 years ago. It's called maybe sitting down and assessing the fact that it happened 50 years ago. And she failed to mention it to you until, I don't know, 50 years later. Hmm, how about this? Husband, sit to your wife and say, baby... Guess what? Yes. No, 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 no. Maybe he deserved it. Yes. Maybe he deserved the cheating. But did the wife deserve to get raped with a curling iron? That's some bullshit. I'm sorry. I'll be damned if the motherfucker tries to stab me with a fucking curling iron trying to cut my poussoir off because of the fact that I cheated on him 50 years ago. Okay? It's not like it happened five years ago, but it was five zero. Five zero. Fifty. Years ago, okay, that shit happened when you were in your damn 20s. And my thing is, is there weren't any kids in the situation, and maybe y'all haven't really established your marital things. Maybe it was okay. Maybe you had to go seek other other dick because your husband was a dick, okay? And you know, it's funny. Men always like, and I'm not trying to be sexist. It's always funny when men. Try when women try to justify that men ain't shit when they cheat. What I mean, yeah, there's the women that cut off the penises, and I guess this is the male response to saying, Well, I'm not gonna have my dick cut off, but I'ma shove a curling on up her pussy and burn up her pussy. That's fucking you're fucking strange. I can't even toast to that. That's some bullshit. Okay, rape is not the answer, and I just I don't understand. Yeah, he he. He was abusive anyway to do something. Exactly. First you're going to beat your wife and then you're going to fucking burn her coochie. Okay? Just, it's crazy. Fucking crazy. But he let the thing get 
to the hot pot. Hi, Chanel. But seriously, you let the man, I mean, it's just crazy. The man took the curling iron and let that shit burn in her coochie. Because 60 years ago, 50 years ago, your wife decided to go get some other dick. I'm sorry. That's fucked up. That's fucking crazy. <sighs> Thank God the man is now incarcerated and he has first degree sexual assault. Thank you. And first degree assault. And he also faces a vulnerable charge of adult abuse. All these charges can lead to imprisonment. Please lock the door and, and get the curling iron and shove it up that old man's ass. I'm sorry. There's no excuse. Your wife had an affair about 60 years ago. She wanted to tell the truth because she loved you. And what do you do? You respond like a crazy fucking man and you start to burn her coochie. Shame on you. You are a stupid person of the week. Let's go on. A woman finds an intruder showering and doing laundry. Now, if I haven't heard all the goddamn stories, now this shit comes up. Let me drink to this. Ir <laughs> exactly. Her poor kitty. I mean, shit. I wish... You know, I have, and you guys have heard it, I have cut my coochie plenty of times. Because the thing is, I, I don't like, I do not, I do not like razors. I mean, I do not like waxing. So, my coochie is like, and like, people ask me, like, oh, shit, do you, do you shave or do you wax? And I'm like, no, I shave, okay? Men, just like, when you get kicked in the balls, our vaginas are precious too, when we trim the lady things down there, the lady parts, um, that shit burns. You try cutting your labia lips and try to walk with some leggings, let alone you try walking in clothes at all, okay? I done cut my coochie so many damn times, it's crazy. But yet this coochie stays strong. This coochie cat is prime A pussy, but goddamn. Okay, I understand when you get kicked in the nuts, but you try having a coochie for a day, okay? Y'all men have it kind of easy, okay? Seriously, it is prime A pussy. I got prime A pussy. Just saying. But men, you try walking around having a vagina, okay? First of all, we go to war every fucking month, okay? We gotta have a goddamn child out of our vaginas, or we have to get our, our, our stomachs cut, you know, to get the baby out. Oh, and if the baby comes out of my vagina, I got to risk the fact that the baby is going to cut my vagina lips. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks on having a pussy. I'd rather have a dick for a day because y'all just, y'all men have it so goddamn easy. Y'all men got it so damn easy. Okay. Your body doesn't go at war with you every fucking month. It's crazy. So if you got a girl, you better, you better treat her right on her lady days. Okay. Give her what the fuck she wants. If she says, baby, I don't want to have sex. I don't even want to suck your dick. Don't force the blowjob on her. her. Her lady parts are at war. Shit. Let's go on. I'm going off topic. All right. Pennsylvania State Police say a woman found an intruder taking a shower and doing his laundry at her home when she woke up. Okay, this is some shit. Troopers say the resident summoned police to her home in Green Township near Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, two weeks ago. All right. The 24-year-old Erie resident 
um, was arrested on charges of criminal trespass, disorderly contact, uh, conduct, public intoxication, and loitering and prowling at night. What the fuck? Okay, how the fuck did you get into the house? And, girl, why didn't you lock up your house? What happened to having the security alarm if you live up by yourself? I mean, mind you, I'd be, I'd be, oh my god. The only person that should be uh, coming into my apartment in the middle of the night and taking a shower, uh, I can't, he can't do laundry, but the only person that should ever come in my bedroom is fucking Batman. If you're not Batman or hell, one of the true blood vampires, best believe I'm can, your ass is grass. I don't play that shit. And I don't even carry mace. You see, I have a thing called a voice, and I fucking scream my head off. That's why I think my mom said, you know, I really don't have to worry about you getting kidnapped. Because they'd send your ass back right away, because you'll just talk and scream your head off. You're damn right. But this motherfucker got bold. He said, not only am I going to um, do laundry, but I'm going to take a shower, too. Because, you know, nothing says dirty clothes than a dirty-ass body. What were you trying to prepare yourself seriously it's crazy fucking crazy damn intruders okay new york this is for you and i got some new yorkers watching and listening so here we go um i didn't know y'all had uh you guys can have women go around topless in new york city and that it's legal but apparently this is it um so being topless in new york is legal now I, I had no idea that I can be topless in New York. Mind you, you will never see me flopping in the breeze. I don't know. I rather, is it weird for me to say that I don't like being topless anywhere? I don't even like being topless during sex. I really don't. I don't know. <laughs> if someone's like, I need to move there. DBA, you funny. But seriously, like, uh,. I can't believe that. NYC, you, you guys can free the nipple. I mean, we're supposed to get that here at our beaches, but what the fuck? Wait a second. Uh, loose streams, we gotta talk. Is it the guy that I think it is? Because we need to talk. You fell in love on Periscope in New York? Yeah, girl, I just called you out. I'm sorry, the wine is talking. Oh, yeah, we need to talk. What the fuck, girl? Meanwhile, I'm kind of dating somebody that looks like Steve-O and, and, and Squints. So I guess we, we both... Hit the double team. The f oh my goodness. But seriously. Time to free the nipple. I don't know. When are they going to say that bottomless is fine? No, no, no. I don't think. I'd rather see topless people walking around than bottomless. Because let's face it. Not all vaginas and not all penises are cute and pretty. Tits. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something not appealing. I'm sorry. Bush, no thanks. Yeah. And I don't want to see a bonsai tree trunk elephant tits. Oh, oh, thank you. My boobs are nice. I do like my boobs. I'm very proud of my boobs. Actually, before the show, I was like, I was admiring my boobs. And I said, God damn, I got nice cleavage today. <laughs> no, 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 no. Free the boobies, not the female parts. I'm sorry. Do you really want to see a girl plugged up on her period? It's not cute. Okay, any guy that thinks that a girl wearing a tampon is cute, you you got something coming. That shit is not cute, and it's not comfortable. I don't know why I keep talking about period. Oh, it's because I'm supposed to get my period this week, and I'm sexually frustrated because I haven't been late in, like, a week. It's bullshit. Yeah, I'm sexually frustrated. That's why I'm also mad. <laughs> Keyword is sexy. Um, I guess. I guess. 
But you know what's sexy? This story. Free candy van upsets Sacramento <laughs> upsets Sacramento residents, okay? All right. This is my type of joke, but this this took it to the 10th degree. So parents in Natomas, California, were worried earlier this week following reports of a suspicious van driving the streets of a Sacramento suburb. The white van had free candy painted in red and on its side. Now, the funny thing is <laughs> there are handprints and smears leading to its rear doors. It also had no rear license plate. Okay, you guys have to check out the picture of this van. I mean, Halloween did come early as a prank, but okay. One, I think it's teaching kids a lesson, okay? Two, parents calm down. If you teach your child right, chances are they won't even go near the vehicle. But yes, but some of the residents did not feel this way. She said, it just felt like they were trying to attract kids, and it just gave me a creepy feeling. Oh, my God. I didn't know what was going on, so I had to get evidence in case anything happened. Okay, the fact of the matter is, it was a joke because this van was going to Burning Man where every fucking stoner and, and, and fucking hipster is at party in the woods it's like coachella times a thousand apparently i don't understand the concept of burning man um do i want to go maybe will you have to sedate me hell fucking yes okay if thc came in a liquid syrup form and i can inject myself with an iv with it and will and i don't have to have any recollection other than the fact that there are pictures of me at burning man looking like hey you're burning my hand then, then fine, I'll do it. I don't know. I don't like crowds anymore. I just, I don't like crowds. I don't like people. I look at people and I'm like, why are you looking at me? Even people at Disneyland pissed me off. And I love Disneyland. But there are just some people at Disneyland that don't need to be at Disneyland. Happiest place on earth and you can't be happy. You're just fucking, just sorry off your ass. All right, let's go to the next story, everybody. Last but not least, a Mexican man says his 19-inch penis is destroying his life. Well, goddamn, it's about time a man stopped complaining that his dick was too small. Now a man got a dick so big, he's complete. He's complaining. 52-year-old Mexican man says he has the largest penis and it's making his, li- his life miserable. Roberto Esquivel Cabrera of Saltolito told a Mexican newspaper that he would like to be considered disabled because the member, his dick, Leaves him unable to work, forcing him to live on assistance and scavenge for food. Holy shit, men, be thankful for what you got. Okay, they said his social life is dismal. They say women are too scared to be with him, according to the newspaper. His, his penis is approximately 48.2 centimeters. That means it's nearly 19 inches long and the tip circumference is 25 centimeters. That's nearly 10 inches. Oh yeah, that dick is way too big. That shit will come out of my mouth. Okay? And then roll over. That dick can probably stand at half mass. Okay? That's a damn flagpole. 19 inches and counting. At least this one won't be found on uh, AshleyMadison.com. <laughs> They said Cabrera is being tested at a local health center as doctors try to figure out what to do with this 19-inch penis. He said 
the least that the least the world can do for his penis is be recognized by the Guinness World Records. But an official told the UK Daily Star that the organization has no such category. I thought they did because you got the diaphalic dude, the guy supposedly with two dicks. And then you got another guy who had the largest testicles. Now you got a man with the biggest dick, okay? Give some men some hope. This can be a cautionary tale. We're Steven Spielberg when we uh, when we need him, okay? Fuck a big fish. Just call it big dick, okay? A male cautionary tale. Men, this is when you this is what happens when you wish for a bigger dick. You wish for a bigger dick and every bitch gets scared and she runs literally away from your dick. No bitch is gonna go into bed and be like, oh my god, I can't wait to have your big fat Oh my god, what the fuck is that? It's a fucking animal! Scream! Ah He's gonna rape me! It's gonna Oh my god! What like what happens when he gets erect? Does it stand at full mass and 19 inches or does it like, does it hang down? I want to know. I want to know how, if there's a connection, any people who are in Mexico right now listening, I need you to find me this man. I need this man's dick in my house. Okay. I just want to know what happens when he's sexually aroused. Like when he's erect, does it go up or does it go down? Okay. Does it help him walk? Okay? Is it literally a kickstand for him? Because they have a picture of him sitting down in a waiting room and the shit goes down to his fucking ankle. So I just want to know what happens and how does he keep himself from being sexually aroused? Or is he just that sad that he has a 19-inch cock that he just does not get sexually aroused? I don't understand. Okay? I just don't understand. Would I have sex with a man with a big dick like that? Hell to the motherfucking no. Okay? I like big dicks, but that dick is way too big. Okay? This is, I do not go past 11 inches. Okay? I ran from a 13-inch cock. Yes, I said it. He had a fucking baseball bat, and I fucking ran for it. And you know the worst thing about it was? I skipped an oceanography class to have this big dick, and I couldn't even fuck it. Okay? You try going back home on the BART at 10 o'clock looking like you ran a fucking mile and a half and you smell like weed and alcohol because you were that hoe that ditched class to go get some dick and you couldn't even get some dick because you literally ran from the dick. Okay? So men, be satisfied with what you got. Okay? You don't have to have a, a, a 10 inch penis. Or in this case, a 19-inch penis for a woman to be satisfied. You just fuck the shit out of her any way you can, okay? If you suck at sex, you better be good at oral. Fuck! If you can't do the penetration, you got fingers, you got a tongue, fucking work that magic, you better keep the pussy that you're with, okay? Men, stop complaining. And ladies, stop complaining, because you could be stuck with a 19-inch dick man, okay? You want to be stuck with a 19-inch dick man? Oh, never done farm. Okay, I want to know, why were you a hater? But seriously, 19 inches. 19 inch cock. Who the fuck got time for that? Like, fuck. I mean, how does he piss? Does he have to carry it with both hands? Hi, Jeremy. But seriously, do you have to carry your dick with both hands to piss? How do you put on some goddamn pants? It's definitely true. I saw the pictures. This man does have a 19-inch cock. It's really sad. 
I feel really bad. But um, the director here in Los Angeles, Dr. Philip Worthman, he told the Huffington Post that the man could perhaps be treated by a procedure of skin to a very big circumcision. That sucks. Oh, my God. Almost a thousand lives. Shut the fuck up. You're fucking lying. Are you serious, Yankee Man? This is great. But seriously, um, what the fuck? 19 inches of cock. Men, cautionary tale, okay? We all seen big fish. Now you got to hear big dick. Be thankful for the penis that you got. And ladies, stop complaining. Don't say, I can't feel it. Okay, next time you say, I can't feel it, think about the 19 inches of cock you could be having that could literally rupture your body. Just saying. <laughs> Unless it's cliche. Oh, no. Hey, I, I, I'm proud. I mean, you, you handle it, big broski. I, I'm really proud. Thank you. Okay, let's get back into it, everybody. So we have been talking all night about the VMA fuckery. Um, let me just go down the list of the fuckery that happened. Um, first of all, let's get into some sex. Um, I am very sexually frustrated. That's probably why I'm not thinking straight. I have not had sex since last Saturday um, because I was sick. And I wasn't like, it, it, it was weird. I had the worst migraines in the world. Like my eyes were twitching. My body was shutting down. Oh, I haven't been able to eat food for like five days. Okay. And I'm not the skinniest bitch in the world. Like I like food. I love food. You try being a stoner and you get so fucking high you can't eat. Okay, like that just defeats the purpose of smoking weed. I, I thought, you know, it curbs my appetite. Nope. My body was like, hell no, you ain't putting food in my body. Fuck that shit. Oh, you want some bread? You can have some bread. If I see another goddamn piece of bread, I'm going to cry. I just had some macaroni and cheese and I feel like I'm going to throw up. Like it's nasty. Yeah, I don't know how I got sick, to be honest, because I've been so healthy and my house has been so clean. It, it's crazy. Maybe it's because I haven't had any sex. Dare I say it, my body goes, you know, some people get sick because, you know, they got to deal with like snot nosed kids and like people who just don't know how to wipe their ass and, and, you know, who pick their boogers. No, I got sick because I wasn't getting any dick and it wasn't because I couldn't. It was just my body said, nope, nope. Oh, you want sexual interaction? Ain't fucking happening this week, bitch. Oh, and the fact of the matter is your whole body, your whole body's going to shut down. So that's it. I am jonesing for some dick. I'm thinking about Squince's dick right now. This motherfucker had me riled up on text messages today. He's like, baby, I wish I wasn't having class tonight because I really want to taste you. I got to wait until Thursday. But no, that bitch has to wait until next week. Okay? And it's my bad girl's night tomorrow and I was hoping to get some pussy. Probably not getting that either. I mean, my boobs, they hurt. My boobs hurt. My body hurts. I'm going crazy. Feeding for the penis. That's right. Feed the motherfucking beast, okay? It's gotten so bad to the point I've been masturbating and the masturbation has not been helping, okay? My clit usually swells up. No, my coochie is fine. It's just like, I need dick. That's what it's saying to me. I woke up this morning and I heard my vagina say, I need dick. That's literally, my vagina talks to me and says that. You know that's a problem, okay? Exactly, T.L. Brown. It, it's not been my day, Brie. It has not been my day. People people just don't understand. Like, I love sex, okay? Like, I love sex, okay? I, I'm like a man. I, I seriously feel like God fucked me up, okay? 
I'm not saying I'm transgender. I'm just saying I feel like I have the sex drive of a man. Okay, like I just want to fuck something. Okay, and I work in porn. Okay, I work for Vivid, where I see hot chicks every day. Do you know how hard it is to be sexually, you know, sexually frustrated and you see hot chicks at work? You see a vagina and you might not be turned on by that vagina, but you're just like, holy shit, I gotta fuck something. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, that is me. That is me. I am hungry for cock. I am hungry for pussy. This vagina, which has Ariel today, she needs... She needs to be fed. Feed the fucking beast. That's it. Feed the beast. Done. Yeah, men. Okay? Seriously. You men can go around and you can jerk off. I get my period. Everything shuts down. Just everything. It just goes, no sex for you. No sex for you. Meanwhile, my vagina say, I need dick. I need sexual interaction. But then my ovaries are saying, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Yeah, where are you from, DB? <laughs> and don't tell me you married too, because I ain't, uh-uh, I don't do the married shit, okay? Do you fantasize somebody from Vivid and you, <laughs> oh my god, um, yes, I might have a couple lady crushes at Vivid Radio, but I'm very scared to say it on air because chances are they're going to try to use it against me, and then they're going to make, um, my sexual, um, uh, my sexual frustration even worse. But yes, there are some women on Vivid Radio. Um, even some of the guests that have come in, and I'm just like, God damn, I want to bang you. I'm sorry. Naomi doesn't work at Vivid Radio, but she's one of them. She's on my list. But um, my, well, she said it, not me. Anna Fox has called me her wifey. Well, I haven't had wifey yet, and I want wifey. Just saying. But don't nobody tell her that. Don't nobody say that. And holy shit, the Dodgers and the Giants are tied at the bottom of the six, and I'm missing the goddamn game. But I'm going on Wednesday, so I'm excited. But, like, oh, my God. Yeah, Anna Fox is hot as fuck. And you know who else I want? Mr. Stone. I want Mr. Stone. And, and, and oh, is Chanel Hart still watching? I hope she's not. Chanel, okay, she ain't watching. But I secretly want Chanel. I, I really want Chanel. Mm-hmm. Chanel Hart, she was sitting on this couch, yo, last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Looking all scrumptious, making me some drinks. I was like, ooh, I want your booty. But she go. See, this is the problem. <laughs> I told you guys before, I have hot friends. I have hot acquaintances in my life, and I can't fuck them. I got to keep it 100. <sighs> See, you guys think it must be, I don't know who Lauren Fox is, but okay. I, I guess. I don't know who that is. But it's cool. It's all good. But seriously, you guys just don't understand. Like, I am so sexually frustrated. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. All three of them chicks smoke. Yes. Yes. It's almost too perfect. But the thing is, those girls be smoking. Okay? I get high and that's it. (laughs) I, I can't. This is the thing, guys. When I smoke, I zone out. I can't. You don't want to see me baked. I will never do a show where I'm completely baked because what is going to happen right after this show, I already see my, my Monday night. I'm going to upload this show and literally um, I'm going to get baked to an oblivion. You guys will not. It will, it's not the cutest thing in the world. I sit there 
and I, I hear things. <laughs> I go crazy. I live by myself and, and I hear noises when I'm high. Just not a good combination. When I start hearing the noises, I go to sleep. And I, I go to sleep with the covers over me and I go to sleep with music on. But anyways, um, like I said, I kind of got real with some with some things and I said it was time to complain about a lot of things. And I, I really want people to understand that, you know, I am forever thankful to <laughs> serious paranoia. I was one of those paranoid stoners, not when I'm around people. It's only when I'm by myself. Okay, but for real talk, though, um, earbuds, I have to say thank you. Thank you for rocking with me for over the past five years. It's crazy. It's been five years since the start of Erotic City Radio. And actually, it was five years ago um, to this day. Sorry, correction. Almost three and a half years ago um, on my timeline, apparently, was the first day I started my internship at Alice 97.3. And, you know, as I know I kind of shit talked to them, but I do seriously have to say thank you guys so much for talking the shit that you did about me because you your comments made me stronger. And, you know. Say what you want to say. Judge me if you will. Say what you want to, you know, agree to disagree. I might not have the biggest following that you have, but at the same time, I have fans who have been loyal and I have friends. I have radio friends out there who support everything that I do and do not judge me. And I have to say thank you guys so much for embracing the fact that I can be this sexually open and not once have y'all called me a hoe. Y'all probably say while you're listening, like, oh, my God, what does Sapphire get herself into? Like, this bitch had 10 guys in one night. What the fuck? But seriously. Oh, and DB, I, I appreciate that, baby. Thank you for being a one-monther. Great. Cheers to you, baby. But seriously, you know, I really embrace the fact that you guys, you know, that you most of you, my fans are older than me, and y'all embrace it. And, you know, if you have kids, I want your kids to listen to this show as long as they're 18. Like, this is the kind of podcast that you need to send your child off to college with and be like, y'all want to learn some shit? Listen to my girl Sapphire. Like, this is the shit. For real. Aw, thank you, Radio Bro. I love you. But I also want to thank um, radio stations that I had to leave. 97.1 Amp Radio. I want to say thank you to The Wave. I want to say thank you to um, Jack FM and K-Rock. And, and all the stations that I worked for and to all the superiors out there who doubted me and said that I really, oh, yes, my boy Ether came through and hit a solo home run, takes the lead four to three at the bottom of the six. That's right. Beat them giants. Um, but seriously, I really want to say thank you. Thank you to all the haters out there um, who who just really said I was a piece of shit. Thank you. That was never going to make it. Thank you. Because without you, I wouldn't have stayed strong. And that says a lot for a person who has anxiety and depression. Okay? Yes, it's hard to say. And I'm saying it very openly and candidly. I am a person who has high anxiety and I do have depression. And there are days where I wake up and I really do doubt myself and say, you know, am I in the right category? Am I doing my job right? And it's you guys that assure me that I'm doing my job right. But what I cannot support is media bullshit 
like MTV and the fuckery that happened last night on the VMAs. Um, I cannot stand stupid 20-something-year-olds who aren't doing shit with their life, and yet you're going to sit there and complain how the world's not working for you. How about you start working for the world so that the world can give you some tenfolds, okay? You go out and get a fucking job and you start struggling, and then you can start complaining. And if you're not fucking voting, you have no right to be complaining about who's the president if you didn't even put your vote in, okay? And fuck you. Fuck you to every person that ever calls a girl who's sexually secure with her sexuality that she's a, uh, that she was sexually molested or, or sexually assaulted. I'm sorry, I'm secure, in my sexuality. And I was not a victim of rape. I was not a victim of sexual assault. Yes, I did do some mistakes in my sex life, which I will reveal later. But fuck you. Fuck you for saying I'm the way that I am because I had sexual insecurities. My only insecurity was the fact that I am now starting to understand what a beautiful woman I am inside and out. And how, you know what? The reason why I'm probably still single is because of the fact that I just love too many of you goddamn people out there. And I just can't be tamed. I cannot be tied down. Dare I go say a quote from Miley, I can't be tamed. But seriously, I learn from my mistakes. Well, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I have to hit rock bottom and then I learn my lesson. But you know what? It's cool. I'm young. Though I feel old. Okay. I can't go out and party like I used to. God damn. But seriously, fuck everybody who has said that a woman who is bisexual is someone who just can't choose. How about this? I'm bisexual not because I choose to. It was just what I was given. That's it. Yeah, I feel old. God damn it. I feel old. Shit. You know why I feel old? Because I was dealing with the, the most precious four-year-old last night. Um... That's why also I miss the VMAs. I was hanging out with a little child. I was babysitting. I was enjoying. Invisible Paints? What? Fucking watching Bugs Life? What? Watching E.T.? What? Yeah. That's the type of babysitter I am. We get down to business. Wait till I get to be 42. I'm gonna be a fucking cougar. I'm gonna be like my aunt. My aunt is the shit. My aunt looks like she's in her 40s. And she is 65. And she's rocking my body. And she's single. Getting it. Okay, and she's retiring this year from labor and delivery. Actually, she retired like a week ago. Holy shit. Cheers to my aunt. But seriously, I really want people to understand that in the whole mess of this podcast tonight, stop shaming people like myself who are trying to twist the media back to where it was okay i myself am just trying to bring back radio to what it used to be and that was a voice of the people i did this show from college in my room thinking nobody would ever fucking want to listen to a girl who's going to be sexually brutal and honest and i took an idea and i ran with it it was my diary. This was my diary. These are my stories. Some people write them down and I need to express it off my chest. And I've turned it into a great show. 
And you guys get to watch and listen to it every week. And I really support you guys 100% in thanking you. But seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. And I'm not going to cry because I told myself I wasn't. And I'm no longer scared. But the fact of the matter is, I might not reach the media masses of thousands or hundreds or millions, okay? But the fact of the matter is, and I keep saying this, is that I made you guys listen. And I have to still say, fuck you, MTV. It's time we've got to better. You've got to come up with somebody better than Miley to host. For real. And Justin, I understand now. I'm sorry I called you that you were crying like a little bitch. I'm sorry. Justin Bieber, I'm very sorry. And that you pulled a Chris Brown. You were overwhelmed. It's okay. Because, yes, the last time you were on the stage of the VMAs, you were booed. I understand. But at the same time... Just like I'm saying, I was an asshole. You were an asshole. We can all be assholes. It's all good, baby. So cheers to you, Justin Bieber. I'll support your music. I don't support that brow, the the broom hair, though. Come on now. Broomhilda got to go. Broomhilda got to go. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And Kim, Kim Kardashian and Kanye, stop looking like the broke version of the UPS. And I saw a funny meme today. I saw a funny meme today. They compared Kim Kardashian's dress to looking like the penguin getup, and they said who wore it best. Well, obviously the penguin did, but seriously, they look like uh, the broke-down version of UPS. I mean, Kanye and his all-brown getup, and then Kim, I don't know. Honey, you got all that money in the world, and you cannot wear pregnancy. Pregnancy be wearing you. What the fuck? It was, you know what it was? The hood version of the UPS that was in fucking Don't Be a Menace to South Central. The ones that didn't even drop off your mail at the mailbox. They threw that motherfucker. Like, Kim looked like a package about to explode. Like, damn. Kim. Baby. Learn from, with Beyonce. Shit. Shit. Message. That's right. But seriously. If you can take one thing from tonight, I will have to just say this. Respect people who are putting themselves out there, not to create shock value, but to be honest and to be relatable to their fans. If a girl is sexually secure or a man is sexually secure with themselves and they want to broadcast what they did last night, let them do it. Let them do it. But do it in the right way. And the VMAs, I'm sorry, Kanye's 10-minute rant mean no sense. Other than the fact that you said you want to wait, you want to run for president in 2020. Well, you know what? I'm going to say it at the end of the day. I, Megan Sapphire, yes, that is my real name, Megan. Um, stage name Sapphire. That's all y'all need to know. I, Megan Sapphire, will be running for president in 2020. Um, that means I, what am I? I'll be 31. So that means I'm going to be eight years shy of uh, the actual nominee, like the actual list to be a nominated president. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go against Kanye. Okay, motherfucker. I'm going to be like, what, bitch? Sapphire for president. Kapow, kapow. Send Kanye to Ranto Canada. Yes. No, but seriously, can you can you all imagine if I was president? 
What do I have to do to be your vice president? Fuck that. You know who's going to be the vice president? Fine China. My pussy. All right, everybody. This is your girl, Ms. Radio Sapphire. You can follow me at Ms. Radio Sapphire on the Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter Twatter. That's right. And if you see Ms. Radio Sapphire somewhere and you don't see my pretty face or my pretty headshot, chances are that bitch be lying. But I will say this, everybody. Remember, safe sex is the best hot sex. I'll see you guys next Wednesday for sure. What am I going to talk about? Hopefully the fact that I got laid. But then that's wishful thinking. All right, everybody. I'm out. I love you guys so, so much. Y'all stay sexy. Thanks for listening. If you sexy motherfuckers can't get enough, be sure to subscribe to Sapphire's Airplay on iTunes and Podomatic.